Stefan and Matt. We're an interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hi. Hello. This episode is for when you think that all is lost, that everything is destroyed. Oh, dear. It's all bad. And everything has burned to the ground. Wicked. This episode is about the very worst friend. Kind of like your best friend, but your worst friend. That's our daughter singing in the background. They're making breakfast and running around, so you're going to hear a lot of noise. The very worst friend. How do I start this, Matt? How did I explain it to you the other day? There's something I've been thinking about lately a lot more for some reason. And I know the reason, actually. Years and years ago, in the photography industry, I I had... A, a group of friends and it's a small world and the photography community for me was not a very kind one it was incredibly competitive and people were people were not the kindest I gotta tell you so I left a lot of those friends behind and I'm using the word friends very friendly <laughs> very friendly way <laughs> You left that peer group behind, maybe is the right It wasn't even about. a peer group. They wouldn't even allow me in their group. I, it, it, they were not my peers. Well, that's a whole other subject that I'd like to cover at some point. Yeah, definitely. But go ahead. What do you mean by that? Well, it's just... Don't want to... Seriously, I don't want to get into it right now, but everybody likes to feel that they're above average inside of any peer group, right? And... Lacking objective measures, they go subjective, but then there's always those people who want to maintain their above average status, and so you need people who they consider below average. It's a weird world. But that's social comparison theory, and let's, not, this, let's not talk about that right now. We'll talk about that next episode. Maybe. But um, I don't know. Is it the same as when people, especially in, in Hollywood when I was there? Hollywood. The uh, This thing was always said because I, I was in the industry in and out you know my head down trying to survive trying to like trying to make it you know mm -hmm. before I forget it I was like nuts to this I'm out <laughs> bye and I and I just did it on my own far far away from LA and so um uh, is it the same as like constantly what I heard was if you are, if you're nice, you're perceived as weak. That's what they would say. Right. And that's how they acted. People were very mean. And a few years ago, I ran into a crowd from the industry that I had just met, but they were from Europe and they were like, Vaughn, it's totally changed. It's not like that anymore. That's like old school. I'm like, really? Because just... <laughs> <laughs> just just the other night I was looking at some movies that were on Amazon and I saw one of my enemies 
See, I'm really glad I don't run into any of my enemies <laughs> out there in the world. But like, I'm like, okay, so now this person has a movie that they did. And it took me a while because I I, I was like, okay, I, I don't want to watch it because I want nothing to do with this person. Just the, the, the name of this person triggers me. I'm like, well, I obviously have a charge. Right. So I want to get rid of that. So let let me just be objective. What do you mean? What? No, no, no. Go ahead. Why are you making that noise? Just because I generally um, go through avoidance, but that's me. Yeah, you avoid and then things happen and you get sick. I, <sighs> and when things come up, I'm like, let me get this out of my spirit, out of my body. It doesn't belong with me. I got to clear it. Right. So I sat there and I was like, all right. I bet you, I was thinking to myself, I bet you, Fawn, that this movie will be all about her. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's supposed to be a documentary on the state of the industry or right. some no, such, right? No, it was the state of the world. Oh, state of the whole world. Well, no, the culture, not even the world. They're not, please. Like, so, <laughs> so what's the word narcissistic and like what? self-absorbed? Ooh. Please, you know, like so hard trying to be edgy. You know, like they love that word edgy. They, everyone was, you had to be edgy and I wasn't edgy. You know, I was all about love and my pictures were just about the beauty of humanity. And so, no, I didn't photograph edgy stuff. I could have, I was definitely in those situations, but that's not where I choose to focus. Anyway, I'm getting off the subject. (laughs) Sorry. But I was like, I bet you it'll be all about her. But anyway, so I, I turned, <laughs> I, I started to play the movie and I didn't, I couldn't even watch the whole thing. But sure enough, the first 30 minutes, all about her. It was like, oh my God, nothing has changed after all these years. <laughs> it's the same mess. It's the same freight train. Well, it, it revolves around my theory that, you know, it really takes a catastrophic event to, to cause fundamental shifts in people. And that rarely happens because we get so much reinforcement in doing things the way we've always done things. And then you run into being blockbuster video and you don't know what to do. Well, speaking of reinforcement, they're reinforced because they're surrounded by a bunch of people and that's how they act and that's the way to be. And fine, that's their way. I want nothing to do with it. Right. Which is obviously why I'm here and they're there. (laughs) You know, and sometimes I just feel like, wow. I have totally veered off course because I'm not at this status level. And I'm like, no, that's not the status level I ever wanted. It's gross. It's gross how they are. To me, it's gross how they operate. So I want nothing to do with it. I'm just going to do it my way. And unfortunately, my way is alone. You know, like this person totally did me dirt. Mm -hmm. They did me dirt. Oh, dear. And I was trying to be kind and I was trying to be low key, but Mm -hmm. like I wasn't about to have them disrespect me. So I quietly walked away one day when they had me wait in their house for like close to three hours. Well, I'm sure they were really busy with things other than just talking to random people on the phone. They were talking to like, quote unquote, (laughs) famous, influential people. uh, Right, right, right. Definition more important than you. And I want to make sure you know that. Yeah, exactly. And I was there. um, I don't remember. It was a friend had set up a meeting for us for us to become like acquaintances Mm -hmm. um, in the industry. And perhaps, I don't know, this other friend thought maybe I could assist her on something. I don't know. It was just a meet, a, right. a, like a meeting. 
and three hours i was sitting there totally ignored by her as she like goes about her day and she's like she she barely said two words to me so close to hour three i was like i'm out of here right so i quietly like i just said okay bye thank you right and i left and then i thought you know she would get it like wow i i totally dissed this person and who totally was waiting for me for oh my goodness it's been three hours i didn't realize so i when i got back to my studio Mm -hmm. i get a call from the friend who set this up and she's like what did you do she said you were a psycho she called me a psycho i'm like wow wow so anyway is it because you didn't get upset because you probably sat there reasonably bored waiting for the meeting we've talked about this matt sometimes when you do someone wrong when someone does something wrong right they'll make any excuse to justify their behavior yes so yeah i'm i was crazy i was whatever psycho whatever just because i decided to quietly say well thank you i'm gonna leave it's been three hours now I'm going to leave now. Bye-bye. Like, I'm sorry you're this famous person. I don't care. Right. You know what I mean? My time is my life. My life is valuable also. Anyway, I didn't say any of that. I just quietly bowed out, you Mm -hmm. know? Anyway, so a few months later, I was applying to this grant. And I was turned down in such a way. I don't remember the words, Matt, but it was so ugly. I'm like, wow. Why aren't they just turning me down? Why are they attacking my character? Guess who was on the committee to let people in? <sighs> she was. Anyway, um, anyway, this is just me still venting about the other night. Sorry. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that there are people out there that are your enemy, that will do things to you, that will disrupt everything, that will destroy everything. Not only things that you've built in your life, but they destroy your sense of hope because of their actions and because of the situation that you were interlaced with. They are the spark that feels like destroys everything. Mm-hmm. Destroys your, your spirit, destroys your whatever you were working on physically. Have you ever had that person, that friend, that was the worst? Like You're like, oh my God goodness like you wish you had never ever met this person okay not that far but close so the thing that i've learned that i that i want to talk about today briefly and and that's it i'm so sorry to talk about the photography thing for so long but like for example for me those best friends were the yoga bitches that i always talk about they Except for our kids, they really hurt our kids. So they're because they're way younger. It 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 took them. They're still trying to recover from it. Right. From their betrayal, the betrayal of the very very bad friend, and there were multiple of them. It was a group. When that happens, your entire life is shaken. Even your physical body. Have you ever gone through a breakup and it's just it feels gross? You feel so exposed and downright shaky on all levels, like even physically, I shake. Does that happen to you, Matt? Okay, for me, it's a little different. Um, when I when I were a lad, I played soccer, and once or twice, I got involved. I think it was only once, thank goodness, where I got the air knocked out of me. 
soccer ball hit me in the stomach or who knows what, right? Mm-hmm. When you get the air knocked out of you, you can't breathe. You're breathing, but it feels like you can't breathe. It feels like you're never going to catch your breath. You're lying down on the ground. You're surrounded by people who are looking at you like, oh my goodness, what's happening? And and you eventually catch your breath and life goes on, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Wow. I feel like I can't breathe. And I think it's because I got the air knocked out of me when I were a lad. Wow. Wow. It's it's really a frightening thing. Yeah. And yet, you know, as long as you're breathing, you're mm-hmm. okay. But it just feels like you just can't catch. And it's like, that's that's ridiculous. If you've never had it happen to you, it doesn't make any sense. So you've had that also happen on a spiritual sense. That's how it feels when. Yeah. Something like that happens. It feels like I just can't catch my breath. I'm sorry, honey. Is what it is. Well, when this happens, this is what I've learned. When all is lost, Mm -hmm. I feel like because all is lost and everything, quote unquote, metaphorically speaking, is burned down. Everything is gone. Mm -hmm. Everything. You're stripped. Your life surroundings feel stripped. I think when that happens, it allows for a certain sparseness for you to find something that was buried that was actually you, your sparkly you that somehow got completely lost and buried. Right. And because that started to fade away, perhaps that's why one tends to attract these other very, 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 very bad friends. So in a way, speaking like if you're going to step away from where you are and step further away and further away and just look at the planet from outer space and everything is really small and then you look at it like maybe on an angelic realm, these people were actually your best friends who decided to step in and say, you know what, I'm going to come in and act so ugly for you to be, for it to be like the catalyst situation for you to get back to finding who you were right well it's, it's like are. it's like spiritual house cleaning exactly oh my god yeah that's totally it so <laughs> you know when everything is gone you're going to find your true self that was there all along and that's why this very 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 bad friend is your best friend I'm not saying you're going to hang out with them and go to tea with them and have pajama parties. I'm saying that it was a good thing. It well, was a good thing. They acted so ugly. They were selfless enough to come in and be such an ugly force for you to get back on track. So for me, like with the yoga crew, mm-hmm. when all that happened, oh my God, it, it was devastation. I couldn't believe the level of betrayal right. and the level of stupidity Hell. that was happening, ignorance, all of that. And then little by little, throughout the quiet, I discovered little things like my aviator glasses, my aviator sunglasses, little sparks of who I was way back from the Santa Monica days. Mm-hmm. And it started to come back. Right. And I'm like, and I thought it was just an inner thing. And then what also came back was that sense of power that I had inside of me. That like supremely powerful fawn. That supremely powerful you. Getting back to remembering who that was. The vibrant, 
Nothing can get you down. You're going to make it. You're an amazing force. That, that for me was lost before I met these people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I met them for me to get angry enough in a way to find myself again. And I thought it was just me. I thought it was just on the inside. But it took a friend who knows my Santa Monica days. She came to visit us. And she looked at me as we were walking to the car one day. She's like, oh, my God, Santa Monica is back. I'm like, because oh, she's looking at my aviators. <laughs> or like just the way I was strutting, you know, right. just my walk. It. My walk was different. Mm -hmm. My walk was back. My my power was back. The martial artsy, like, inner vibe circle was back. And I got to thank the very, very bad friend. Multiple. I totally get it. I wouldn't quantify them as a friend. I'd more like say that they were a teacher here to give you a lesson, as but, it were. And, and I know there was a long relationship before that, but the end of the friendship was the lesson. Yeah. And I had something very similar and this was this was this was high school. I was you know, I was fifteen. Um I literally this was my best friend. We had been best friends for a long time. We had a we had a Kool-Aid stand together, my goodness. He lived in the same housing tract. Blah 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 blah. Um I used to yeah. <laughs> underage i used to i used to be one of those annoying people who would hang real estate signs on people's doors you did yes you know the little flyers to say hey do such and such i got you know i got paid better than minimum wage but and really but he and i worked at that it was it was his gig and he cut me in on it and everything and when that friendship burned to the ground <laughs> i burned it to the ground first of all because i got fed up with stuff Mm -hmm. So it was a matter of taking back, you know, my own sense of self, as you described, you know, I lost all of that, but I didn't feel like a loss because it was just like, I got rid of things that weren't serving me, mm -hmm. which is wholly different. And then later I had a later experience where something similar happened in that instance, it was actually a different focus. I didn't feel like I burned everything down. It felt like all of a sudden I had a lot of free time. And I started saying, okay, I'm going to focus on the things I excel at and I'm going to pick up stuff that I don't know how to do that I've always wanted to. And that's when I, stuff like learn how to hit a ball with a bat because I didn't know how to do that, <laughs> which is really funny, but I didn't. And I, that was always something I wanted to be reasonably competent at. And I got reasonably competent and now I haven't done it forever. But that's another story. But that's your one of your go-tos is going to the batting cages. That's just it. There's a certain piece to that as far as it, what works for me. Yeah. And that's also when I picked up disc golf and that's also blah, 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 blah. A lot of the things that I do that I enjoy stem from losing sight of this teacher. It goes back to, once again, the world is a small town and everybody's your friend. Right. And, you know, the girls used to, like, saying, that's not our friend. I'm like, but it is. And you just said they're not. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't call them your friend. But they are your friends. Because if you look at it on a level of, like, an Akashic level, you know, a level of um, spirit, that before you're a person, before you're here as a human being walking planet Earth, we've talked about this, like, for years on our podcast, I always say, even the person that you walk past 
on a city sidewalk, that that's a meeting that was planned. Everything is planned. Everything is a meeting, perfectly timed. And I think that these ugly, horrible, horrible people, there's a contract. And yeah, it's it, on a soul level, this person chose to be the hated character, the villain of a movie. And in a way, that's pretty noble. Right. Well, the villain in a movie, I think, via John Campbell's kind of thought about the whole thing, forces our hero to really embrace their destiny and really bring everything into full focus. You know, uh, typically in a martial arts movie, it's when they start training, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. and getting really good, really, you know, able to, quote unquote, defeat this enemy. That's when you want to bowl. Oh my god. Do you goodness. remember that movie with Jean Claude Van Damme? Kickboxer. Oh, if you ever watched that movie, Kickboxer, maybe they changed they it. They probably have. They I've probably God have. knows I have mocked it often <laughs> enough. But the, the antagonist's name was Tongpo. And our hero, Jean Claude Van Damme, is like, I want Tong he, the line is I want Tong Po because he wants to battle him, he wants to Because he fight. killed his brother or uh, something, right? He I don't remember. Maimed his brother. Yeah. Like paralyzed. But anyway. Right, that's right. But yeah, on the DVD, DVDs, remember those? Um, what, the translation. I was I was running the subtitles, and the subtitle came across, I want to bowl. <laughs> like to go bowling. To go bowling. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. But that's the I want to go bowling moment, right? Right. When you get to that level. When he finally yeah. realized, he finally got all the motivation he needed to get to the next level, to get to where the hero's destiny Yeah, and that's basically it, finding the motivation to go back to your true, powerful self. And that's it. That's the very, 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 very bad friend. Thank you. And as... I don't know if I want to thank him, but it certainly was a growing moment. Yeah, you you have to be thankful for it. You get to a point where you're like, thank you. Thank you, because I never have to see you again. Hell. Hopefully. Or, and also thank you, because... I'm in a better place now. I'm I'm free and clear of all the debris, all the garbage. Thank you. I would say thank you for the lesson. I wouldn't say thank you to the person. <laughs> okay, you have to work on it, Matt. No way, man. You're still holding on to some stuff. <laughs> all right, friends, that's it. We'll talk to you in just a few days. We love you so much. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you in a few days again. Bye. Be well. Bye.